I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. Welcome to the Motherhood Podcast, the show for ambitious women who also happen to be raising kids. I'm your host, Michelle Grosser. I'm a certified master life coach, attorney, wife, and mom. Each week, I'm going to coach you to do the work that builds an exceptional life. We'll talk all things motherhood, mindset, and emotional well-being, so that you can create a life designed by faith over fear. It's time to break through whatever's holding you back. It's time to extend your self-compassion, refocus your intention, raise your vibe, and alchemize the parts of you that will lead to a deep spiritual transformation. You are worthy of an extraordinary life in and beyond motherhood. If you're here to do the inner work and you're ready to expand, I'm here to join you on the journey. Each time you press play, your growth continues. So let's do it. I'm Michelle Grosser, and this is Motherhood. What is up, beautiful mamas? Michelle Grosser here, your master coach, and today we are talking all about mistakes. And I just want to take a few minutes this morning while I'm recording this to talk about mistakes, give you a ton of permission to make the mistakes. Uh, I think we all know just in our humanness that mistakes are inevitable, right? Especially in the things that we work so hard at and care about so much. Things like our relationships and motherhood and in our workplaces, mistakes are going to happen. And this is giving you so much permission to fail forward. And all of those things that we know about in our mindset, right? These growth mindset things that we have our minds wrapped around about why it's important to make mistakes, why it's okay to make mistakes, how everyone make mistakes, makes mistakes. But what I really wanted to focus on today is how to get your nervous system on board. Because I think in our minds, we can understand that making mistakes is okay. And while we understand that we make a mistake and then it like throws us into this shame spiral or a panic attack, or our nervous system still feels really dysregulated around whatever's coming up around making a mistake. 
And I think that when we struggle with making mistakes, we probably or likely also struggle with people pleasing. Maybe we struggle with an inner critic being really hard on ourselves. Maybe we struggle with unrealistic expectations. Maybe we struggle with um, just a high standard, right? We're really demanding of ourselves. And the reality is that a lot of these things that we think of as our personality, the people pleasing, being hard on ourselves, demanding a lot, overachieving, these are all trauma responses. And, and you're probably sitting there thinking like, well, I've never suffered a quote unquote traumatic event. Maybe some of you are thinking that. And I think while that might be true for big T traumas, right? Capital T traumas. Those are the things that we often associate with trauma. Maybe it's this, um, you know, life marking incident. Maybe it's a tragic loss. Maybe it's um, a severe illness, right? All of those things, uh, abuse, all those things can be super traumatic. But what we don't often think of as trauma are the small t trauma, the lowercase trauma, and all the ways in which our nervous systems are overwhelmed, overloaded um, through childhood into adulthood, and how that lives in our bodies and in our nervous systems, right? So while it may be true that you don't recall having suffered a trauma, um, maybe your nervous system doesn't feel safe with anything less than perfect. And that's why you're really struggling when you find yourself having made a mistake. And I'd venture to guess you can probably think of a caregiver, right? Maybe it was your mom, your dad, grandparent, aunt, uncle, someone who helped raise you that had really high expectations of you. So you can imagine, you can probably remember back and imagine times in your childhood where you were really recognized, you were really rewarded, you felt like super loved for overachieving, for being that good girl, for doing what those caregivers asked of you, right? You were the kid that was doing the things right. You were the easy kid. And then subconsciously, all of that in your in your environment, right? The feedback you were getting from your caregivers when you were overachieving, people-pleasing, being the good kid, all of that was telling your nervous system that you are safe and that you are loved if you do things right or if you do things perfectly, right? So you're probably feeling like, I might not be safe. I not fe- might not feel as loved if I mess this up, if I'm less than perfect, if I disappoint people. And then we have a hard time separating what we do, right? Our achievements, the accolades, all that stuff from who we actually are. And this is something I've worked really hard on, just doing my own work. I'm the oldest of five kids. I was the honor roll student. I was the athlete. I was the pageant queen. I went to law school. I'm now a certified master coach. I'm an attorney. And it just kind of comes with the territory and the standard that I've kind of fallen into, you know, almost four decades in the making now. And it was never really my standard, right? It was a standard that was put upon me by caregivers, society, you know, all of the things, but it served me really well in so many ways. And that's probably true for you guys listening to any of us high achievers, like all of these things that have allowed us and motivated us to achieve. It served us well in a lot of ways. We have the diplomas on the wall and we have the certificates and, you know, we're so achievement driven and that's cool, but it comes at a cost. It comes at a cost. And for me, like there was you know, just a complete disconnect with my intuition and who I really was and what I really wanted and what really 
lit me up and inspired me and the true calling and purpose on my life, right? Um, I think I lost my identity in the mix of all those things. And I think I did a lot of things because I thought that's what I should be doing, right? Like all of the shoulds. I should be doing this by this age. I should be doing this. I should be showing up in this way. I should be making this much money. I should have this degree. I should have this education. I should have this marriage. I should have this house. I should have this family. I should have this car. Like all of those shoulds. Instead of ever stopping and just asking myself, like, what do I actually want to do with my life? And it's caused me a lot of stress and it's caused me a lot of anxiety. And it's, I mean, the pressure is overwhelming. And for most of my life, I didn't have great coping strategies and I didn't understand how to regulate my nervous system. I didn't even know what that meant. So I was just struggling every day with anxiety and overwhelm and just driving myself straight to burnout. And I had really poor boundaries, (laughs) really poor boundaries because I think that came with a people pleasing, right? I was always showing up in the way that everyone around me wanted me to show up. And I, I was a doormat. I was the yes man. I was the, you know, I had no boundaries around protecting my time, protecting my energy, protecting um, my family time, protecting my priorities, protecting my values, protecting my goals. I was just showing up how everyone else wanted me to show up. So I was constantly in this chameleon mode, right? And I think the thing is we know in our brains that making mistakes is really healthy, that mistakes lead to growth. Mistakes allow us to learn and they refine us and they allow us to kind of pivot and adjust and make things better. And not only that, but I think we all conceptually understand that mistakes are inevitable because we're human. Um, But I really want to focus on how we can embody all of this understanding, all these things we conceptually understand so that our nervous system also gets the message, right? Like we can know in our minds that mistakes are healthy, mistakes are okay, mistakes are inevitable, mistakes are going to help us grow. But how do we actually embody that so that our nervous system can show up and hold that in the same way, right? And our mistakes aren't leading us to guilt, shame, anxiety, all of the things that that we can spiral into. So really it's the work of creating a new pattern in our nervous system. I mean, science has proven that our brains are malleable, right? We can change the way that we think. We can change the way that our brain literally functions with concerted effort, just being intentional about it. So instead of mistakes being unsafe, which is what happens when we have a mistake, make a mistake, and everything spirals, it feels really unsafe. We have to repattern our bodies to truly understand that we're okay if we're okay when we make mistakes. So these beliefs that have been ingrained in us since childhood, and we've been revisiting them and we've been reaffirming them, they're like super highways in our brain, right? It's a super smooth path. Our neuro, neuro, um, the neural pathway is like that highway. It's easy to travel. You can go, there's not a lot of resistance, right? It feels comfortable. It's efficient. And that panic associated with making a mistake has probably traveled down that super highway of that neural pathway in your brain so many times. It's it's easy riding. It feels normal. It feels like that's just how I am and that's how I show up. Just my personality because it's so deeply ingrained in us. But the good news is that we can build a new connection. And it's going to feel like work forging that new path, right? Forging any new path. Think of forging a new path through a forest, right? It's hard work. 
It's not that paved super highway in your brain like your old pattern. So you have to be really intentional and purposeful about clearing out some of those old paradigms. First, gaining that awareness, right? I have this paradigm and I'm choosing to shift it. I'm choosing to look at this differently. I'm choosing to show up differently in this situation. And you're really going to have to abandon some paths that feel like your old identity, the old way that you show up when you make mistakes. But if you want to change, you're going to have to commit to being uncomfortable. And here's how you start. I want you to do this with me now. If you're not driving, if you can, close your eyes. Just take, just for a minute, close your eyes, put your hand over your heart. If you got to keep your eyes open, it's okay. <laughs> if you can't put your hand over your heart, if you're driving, it's okay. But if you can, close your eyes now and put your hand over your heart. And I want you to take in a deep breath through your nose. With me now, out through your mouth. Just take a couple more seconds to really ground yourself. Feel your feet on the ground. Feel yourself sitting or standing. Feel your breath going in and out. And I want you to access what I call your highest self. So that's the version of you that is compassionate. That's the version of yourself that's not judgmental. It's a version of you that can see things objectively from different perspectives, can see things clearly. When you feel like you're able to access that part of you, I want you to repeat after me. Even when I make mistakes, I am safe. Even when I make mistakes, I am safe. And I want you to think of all the reasons in your life why you're safe and secure and really feel into that, right? You're provided for. You have a safe place to live. You have access to food, access to water. People you love are safe. You have skills, you have resources to care for yourself. Whatever comes up for you, all the reasons why you're safe and secure, really feel into that now. And then I want you to say to yourself, repeat after me, even when I make mistakes, I am loved. Even when I make mistakes, I am loved. And now I want you to think of all the reasons in your life that you have to believe that you're approved of and you're loved unconditionally, even when you make mistakes. You have a partner, friends who love you unconditionally. You have children who love you unconditionally. Parents, siblings, in-laws, community who loves you. You are loved unconditionally even when you make mistakes. Mistakes are part of the growing process. You're not failing Really feel into that. All of the ways in which you're loved. All of the people that love you unconditionally. Picture them. Picture them in your mind. Pull forward memories. Moments when you felt really loved by them. Really feel into how it feels to be loved unconditionally. 
And this, my friend, this is the start of your repatterning. This is the start to really allowing your body to embrace your mistakes. Continue to remind yourself that you're safe, you're secure, you're loved unconditionally, even through your mistakes. Remind your nervous system, feel into that security, feel into that approval and love because you're human. Mistakes are going to happen and you're going to learn to grow and you're safe and you're loved through it all. If you love mommy's polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram at themotherhood.podcast. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Motherhood Podcast. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources, information on how to join and participate in the Motherhood Village, and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.